What's up, everyone? Welcome into CUSA Insider, the official podcast of Conference USA. I am your host, Sarah Rudolph, and you are in for a fun one today. Let me tell you, we are going to talk some women's basketball, some men's basketball. And then later in the show, we have an interview with the head coach of the Middle Tennessee men's tennis program, Jimmy Borendame. But before we get to all of that, don't forget, if you like what you're hearing here on the show, Please go online to Apple, to Spotify, wherever you're listening, like us, follow us, give us a subscribe, and don't forget to give us a review too while you're at it if you're feeling extra generous. And as always, you can follow us on social media on X and Instagram at CUSA Insider Pod. All right, let's jump right into it. I have a special co-host with me today. Our assistant director of communications, Eric Jones, is joining us on the program. Eric, how's it going today? Going well. How are you, Sarah? I am doing pretty good, um, despite my car troubles earlier today, which have been made known around the office. I, I have a nail in my tire, everyone, and I've been driving on it. For weeks knowing that I have a nail in my tire and today um, it finally it gave out on me so I was very late today I literally walked right into the office and right into our interview with coach uh, Boren Dame so that was really interesting <laughs> but besides that I'm doing good how are things going with you and how are things going with our women's basketball programs things are going great I appreciate you having me back on excited to talk some uh, women's hoops today um, we'll, we can jump right into a few notes and uh, things to look out for this week. We have two teams that remain undefeated after three weeks of league action. Middle Tennessee and FIU are both at the top of the league right now at 4-0. No team has been hotter than FIU as of late, in my opinion. Uh, the Panthers are winners of seven straight and 10 out of the last 11 contests. Their 4-0 CUSA start is the best in program history as they lead the league in scoring offense and also ranks ninth nationally in bench points per game at 29.6 points. I mean, this is a really incredible start for Jessica Burks Wiley and that Panthers program. Um, they were picked to finish seventh out of nine teams in the preseason poll this year. They are coming out and just proving everybody wrong, uh, proving me wrong. I mean, I love Jessica Burks Wiley. She's such a nice person. Um, but that Panthers team just over the last couple of years hasn't finished, um, you know, the best in CUSA. And this year they are coming out hot they're coming out strong and they are leading with middle tennessee our league right now um and so i'm super excited they have two really great games this weekend um and that's against wku and middle T tennessee at home in miami going to be great atmosphere so we are definitely looking forward to those games 100 percent can't agree with you more uh I, I just think coach burks has this team bought in she has um the community bought in um seeing the crowds they're starting to, you know, bring into these um, contests. It's been really impressive to watch over the last few weeks. I've also got to give a huge shout out to Middle Tennessee's Savannah Wheeler. Um, Wheeler was just named CUSA Player of the Week for the second time this season. She was also our preseason Player of the Year. And after this past week's performances, she became the 10th player in Conference USA history to reach 2,000 career points and is now the all-time leader in free throws made at 579 over her career at Marshall and Middle Tennessee. 
Yeah, uh, Savannah Wheeler is a CUSA lifer, as uh, Nick Blatchley from our team said earlier. Uh, she was at Marshall for a couple of years. She transferred to Middle Tennessee. She is playing lights out there as well. She's always a fun person um, to watch when Conference USA play gets started and always uh, shows out in the Conference USA tournament. So we're really looking forward to seeing where uh, the rest of her season goes. But yeah, like you said, 2,000 career points. 10th person in CUSA history to do that. And then she leads the league all time and free throws made. So those are two awesome and incredible feats for middle Tennessee's Savannah Wheeler. So congratulations are due for her. Definitely. hundred percent. Yeah. She averaged 24 points in two games last week, including her second 30 plus point effort of the season against New Mexico state at home in their big win. All right. Like we said, Women's basketball going super well for Conference USA right now. We've got a great slate of games coming up this week. Uh, we've got one on Wednesday, Middle Tennessee at Jacksonville State. Um, you can catch that game on ESPN Plus. You can actually catch all of this week's ga- all of this week's games on ESPN Plus. Um, but like we said, those two matchups with FIU versus WKU and Middle Tennessee this week are the two that we are really marking on our schedules uh, for games to watch. So you can watch WKU at FIU. This Thursday, January 25th, 6 p.m. Central Time. That game is on ESPN+. And then on Saturday, January 27th, Middle Tennessee at FIU, noon Central Time, ESPN+, Plus as well. Definitely tune into those. All right, let's talk some men's hoops. Uh, Josh Jonas from our team who joined me on the podcast last week sent me a couple of notes on the men's squad this week. Um, so we have some pretty neat uh, stats that we get to share with you. We told you about Savannah Wheeler and her conference stats that she broke, but let me tell you about UTEP's Otis Frazier III. This man came out and played a great game over the weekend. Um, he is the first NBA player, or excuse me, he is the first player in either division one or the NBA in the last 25 years to have 20 plus points, eight plus steals and shoot 100% from the floor in one game. So he had 21 points, eight steals and uh, shot six for six from the floor in their win over middle Tennessee. I mean, it was a great showing. He won our player of the week honor this week. And so that was a really good one to watch. If you haven't seen it, um, go look at the highlights. It's, it's pretty incredible. And then also from UTEP, we have um, freshman Elijah Jones winning his fourth freshman of the week honor for conference USA this week. Um, UTEP is playing some great basketball right now. They're two and two in conference play, but do not sleep on the minors. Um, they, uh, definitely have some high caliber players on that team to keep an eye out for. And then at the top of the conference, you've got Louisiana tech, Sam Houston and New Mexico state leading the way all tied at three and one in conference play. Um, this is another one that we weren't sure who we were going to see at the top of our standings. A lot of people thought that it would be WKU and Liberty at the top. Um, they are currently sitting two and three also though, there are plenty of games left, uh, in this conference USA season. So, uh, they definitely could make some moves at the leaderboard, but we actually have a, um, standings uh mix up coming this weekend most likely because new mexico state and sam houston will be playing each other uh there's a little bit of a rivalry of sorts with uh coach jason hooten you know making the moves over to uh new mexico state from sam houston so we will be uh definitely looking out for that one that game is actually on cbs sports network uh this thursday at 8 p.m local time all right so 
that's really all I've got here um, on the men's side. Uh, obviously, you can catch uh, the majority of our games on ESPN Plus, uh, with the exception of that one CBS Sports Network game this week. So tune into those. Okay. Let's talk about our interview that's coming up because it was a really fun one to do. Um, and we talk a lot on this program about basketball and football, but we have Jimmy Borendame joining us, men's tennis coach at Middle Tennessee. Um, so we're throwing some different sports action at you, and we're excited about that one. Yeah, Sarah, it was, it was actually it was great talking to Jimmy. Um, you know, it's not very often you uh, get to talk to a guy that has a calzone named after him. No, it's not. And if you want to know what we're talking about, you have to listen to the whole interview. Enjoy us talking with Jimmy Borendame, and that starts right now. We have a very special guest joining us here on CUSA Insider today. He has been at the helm of a program that has put Conference USA on the NCAA men's tennis map. After finishing in the top 25 for two straight seasons, he and his team are chasing a fifth Conference USA championship. Please join me in welcoming Middle Tennessee men's tennis head coach, Jimmy Borendame. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Sarah. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Absolutely. Well, Coach, first thing I want to start out with is this. How on earth did you turn Middle Tennessee into a men's tennis powerhouse? Because historically, when people think MTSU, I don't think that the first thing that pops into their heads is men's tennis. Oh, man, that's a tough question. Um, you know, I think it's just, you know, we we were really fortunate. We We have great staff we have great support staff we have great administration uh all the way all the way up to dr mcphee but most importantly we, we have we have uh chosen the uh the the best student athletes uh and they've just been able to to kind of maximize their potential and and we've been able to kind of get the best out of them so that's uh i don't know Probably not that the the secret sauce answer, but it's 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 what it is. Well, I I like that you mentioned your student athletes because I have been very curious about this. So glad to have you on to be able to ask you this question. But could you give us some insight into what recruiting is like for a sport like men's tennis? Because I think a lot of people really understand the recruiting process and the landscape in sports like football and basketball because it's so publicized and like readily available within the media. But your team is entirely made up of international students. So like, how do you guys find these student athletes and how do you get them to sign on to play at middle Tennessee? Oh, so you're trying to get, you are trying to give me to give you all my trade secrets, aren't you? Uh, but uh, um, I'm just teasing, you know, um, recruiting, recruiting has, has evolved so much now with social media and things, but you know, I actually, I took a lot of notes. We've actually we probably, probably did a podcast maybe with him, but our our very well known and respected old basketball coach, his name was Kermit Davis, just dominated um, you know, CUSA for a while there and and took his program to a very high level. And I I kind of stole some things from him because at the time I was a young head coach, I was constantly trying to recruit like the best possible tennis player I could find. And I started to to you know spend time with Kermit and really learn that it was more about finding the right fit. Um, and really understanding, you know, what that fit was with me, uh, that worked well with me, uh, and our program at middle Tennessee. 
Um, you know, so, so often you see these coaches go to these other universities and they were super successful at, in that one place. And then they went to another play in their place and they're not as successful, <laughs> tripped up on my words. And um, just understanding the niche that I, that that's important to me and kind of matches up with my, um, you know, my philosophy. And, and that was a key turning point. And that was in 20, 2017 uh, when I really kind of, you know, through the 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 recruiting plan out the window and started afresh and you know that really kind of starts with a couple of things number one you know are are they good kids uh, I spend more time with my team than I spend with my wife and and, and children and so I want to be able to I want to be excited to spend time with them uh, that was key so I do a lot of vetting of these international players from all over the world. Uh, the second part is you know they are um, are they coachable. And being coachable, just, I mean, I ask our guys to be really well-rounded. We do a lot of different things to kind of see if I can kind of get them out of their comfort zone and are they willing to listen and be coached. And then last but not least, the third part is, is you know, can they keep getting better? Because, you know, you alluded to it, you know, Middle Tennessee, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's an amazing place, but it, it's it's not the San Diego or it's not the Florida Atlantic, uh, Boca Raton, and so, um, you know, we, we, we've sold kids on how we can get them better. So long answer. So hopefully nobody fell asleep while I was or <laughs> given all that. No, I thought it was great. I mean, it is, it's so different because it, it is just a totally different landscape, especially when you talk about, I mean, the differences between recruiting for a football program, which is an American sport versus a tennis program, which is played all over the the world so um thank you for your insight on that and i'm i'm curious too about you coach and your um history you played college tennis at butler um how did you get into playing tennis first of all and then mm. when did you know that you wanted to be a head coach oh yeah so uh tennis for me was kind of strange uh i have a younger sister and uh, was kind of dabbling in all the sports growing up in Chicago. And one day she comes home and she says, uh, she says, Jimmy, I, I finally have the sport I, I, I could beat you at. She said, you know, what? No, you, there's no way, little sis. Uh, you know, that, that's happening. And so she says, it's tennis. So mom drops us off. It's like $10 to be out there the whole day. And um, I just fell in love. Um, and, and it all stemmed from me wanting to be better than my sister and and everything that I do, uh, very competitive family, by the way, um, not a tennis family at all, for that matter. Um, my, my mom and them don't even know how to keep score, but, um, yeah, so, so kind of fell in love there. And then, um, the game kind of grew late, late bloomer. Um, I'm actually not very built like a typical tennis player. I, um, you know, kind of short and stocky, but, um, my coach at Butler University, Jason Susha, was just phenomenal. Just great energy, and um, you know, just just you know, so passionate, cared so much, and he, you know, I kind of saw what he was doing. I was like, man, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, get to travel and be around young people and help them become better, and and um, I just thought I, I got to try this out a little bit. So huh? I, I tried it to be a graduate assistant at West Virginia university and, and yeah, it's a lot of different things transpired and here I am, you know, I think I'm in year 23 in college tennis. 
So I'm an old fart. Wow. Well, I won't call you an old fart, but you have won <laughs> over, you know, your times in Conference USA, your time when Middle Tennessee was in the Sun Belt, um, 10 Coach of the Year awards. So you're doing something right. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I don't know. I think I've been really lucky. I mean, I've had so many great assistant coaches, strength coaches, admins, um, you know, so um, I, I, I share all those awards with all them and all the great student athletes um, that, you know, put up with me and my bald head and all my crazy coaching lingo that I use because um, I coach the team a little differently than the typical tennis coach. Um I coached them. Uh, I was a baseball fanatic at, at heart when I was young. And so I coached the team a little bit like a baseball team, which is a little strange um, with, with plays and signs and blah, blah, blah. So it's a little different. That is super interesting. I guess I'm going to have to catch a match here soon. Hey, I mean, uh, we're, we're, we're quite known for our home matches here. Uh, you know, we started out the season with Presbyterian a couple of weeks ago and um we had 250 people show up for our home opener against presbyterian and not not nothing against presbyterian but you know not a lot of not everybody knows where it is and what kind of school it is and whatnot but yeah i mean we 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 do quite quite put on quite the show um my guys call me the the don king of of promotions but with a different haircut because I, I i don't have any hair but um yeah, you, you'd love it. I mean, we we sell drinks, we have free giveaways, we do all kinds of stuff. So you, you'd have a you'd have a great time. Well, you mentioned uh, that home opener versus Presbyterian. Let's talk about this season. Um, obviously, you guys are chasing your fifth straight CUSA championship, but you're operating with an almost entirely new roster this year. Uh, you've already beat Arkansas handily, I might add. Um, so what can we look forward to from the Blue Raiders in 2024? Boy, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty big makeover, you know, um, uh, of a squad seven out of 10 new guys um you know which which is kind of ironic uh with the new tennis center coming brand new eight million dollar tennis complex we're about to unveil here any any well supposed to be today maybe but i think it's gonna be it got moved to next week you know um a lot of people had a lot of question marks i think about us i know people were kind of circling this mat the match this season you know with all this new new guys and see if we were going to reload and what and um you know we uh, we 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 work the transfer portal portal very well and are very happy with the players we've got um the season is very early but you know the culture is getting stronger and stronger and I'm really big on on being culture strong. Um, that's kind of always a goal for 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 me and the team because, you know, being process oriented and not focusing on the results so much. Uh, I won't. You will never hear me talk about you know four or how five championships in a row or anything like that. Like this is a whole new squad. You know, we 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 take one one day at a time and and then really don't focus on, on the result oriented goals at all. So you won't, you won't hear me talk about that. Um, and so right now we're, we're preparing we're, we did a lot of analysis from the matches over the weekend and, and we're really getting uh, amped up for a very good Cal team um, on Saturday in the ITA kickoff. So um, I think, you know, people can check that out. 
And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how the season transpires. So there's a lot, a lot of tough teams on the schedule this year. Awesome. And then I know um, coming up on the schedule, you guys are playing a Mississippi State squad um, who knocked you guys out of the NCAA tournament um, last year. So is there some grudge match type of feeling towards that? How, how are you feeling about that match? Yes, Sarah, you just, you just like just stabbed me right there in the heart there with that one. So um, that's all right. I mean, that's it's you know two uh, two weeks away or so, but you want to bring out you know rip the bandaid off the 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 wound there. Yeah, you know Mississippi State coach Roberts. You know he does a phenomenal job. I mean, I can't keep track of how many years he's been top sixteen in the country and host and. Last year they hosted and they knocked us out. Um, they are a very well-coached team. Um, and um, I'm excited because we have never had them here in my tenure uh, here in Murfreesboro. Friday night match, 5 o'clock. Um, I know we're already talking about the promotions and whatnot. I'm expecting to see at least 500 people at that match. Um, the day after the ribbon cutting for the new uh, outdoor tennis center, Um they are they are a very strong team again. A lot of brand name recognition with Mississippi State, so um, should be a uh, hopefully a, a very strong match and exciting for for a lot of people to come out for that one. So it's 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 gonna be it should be a good one. But I am focused on Cal. Um, but um, yeah, that that's definitely one I've thought about a little bit. I do appreciate you not giving me your entirely coach speak answer, which would have been, we're not focused on that match. We're just focused on Cal for this weekend. So I do really appreciate <laughs> actually answering my question there. Um, and I'm sorry to open old wounds, but Hey, listen, that being on the schedule, that's a pretty good, you know, that's a fun one to look forward to. I know you've got a mostly new team, but like you said, you know, that was, that was a rough way to go out uh, there last year. Um, so you, you mentioned, to us, that new tennis facility. Uh, you guys won your first Conference USA Championship back in 2019, a year when the championship was hosted there in Murfreesboro. We're back at MTSU again this year for the 2024 Men's Tennis Championship, but this time we get to play in that brand new facility. So what can you tell me about the facility upgrades there on campus? Oh, wow. Um, where do I start? Um yeah, so it is uh, eight courts. We've gone from, a uh, well, I guess when I first became the coach, we had 14 courts on campus and no indoor center. And being only 30 years old, I thought, man, this was this was just the Taj Mahal. I had these 14 courts and thought it was great. And this little little shack of a building that, over there, and, and it was actually a trailer. And they turned it into coaches' offices uh, with a little bathroom on the end. And I just thought this was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Next thing, it's when they, they come and uh, after they hired me, they start telling me, yeah, you know, the road next to the court is going to widen and we're going to lose some, you're going to lose some courts. Well, you know, I'm this cocky young 30 year old coach. I'm thinking I'm going to do well here for a year or two and I'm out of here. Like that's gonna, I'm going to be gone before that happens. Well, 2015 comes rolls around. I'm still the coach. We've done decent. We've won a couple sun belts. Um, you know, good team. They come in to chop off three courts right there and right and just just rip my arm off. Go down to eleven courts. All's good. We can still practice there. We don't play matches there anymore. Then so uh from twenty fifteen to twenty twenty two, we 
couldn't figure out what a plan was. So we played at Adams Tennis Complex, which is an outdoor center with 24 outdoor courts. Very nice. It's where our indoor is. It's amazing. But it just wasn't the same. It was hard to to, to get people to come to the outdoor matches, um, being a park, um, and, you know, traveling. So now we've got this brand new eight court, uh, just about eight million dollar core uh, into outdoor facility. It's got the live stream cameras, stadium seating uh, for two hundred fifty. A very, very, very cool and unique aspect where we have about uh, a VIP area, which is covered in shade for our for our top donors and supporters with fifty seat back seats. We've also added LED. NCAA championship lighting uh, to the facility, uh, as well as a um, tennis operations building, which will have a player lounge. It has coat, brand new coach's office, much better than my little old shack that I had. Um, I actually have heat, uh, which will be nice. Um, and then we have brand new locker rooms, concessions area, so I can keep doing all my crazy, crazy promotions. We even have a electric port. So we can have food trucks pull up and plug in the food trucks and whatnot and have that at the match. There's a turfed area. It's, it's, it's awesome. Um, individual scoreboards. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, uh, the school basically let me design the facility. I think I had about 90% of the, uh, the say and kind of what went in and it's, it's almost perfect. So, um, should be much different experience this year in Murfreesboro for the championship. And, you know, um, I'm excited to see this thing open up. That is super awesome. I'm excited to see it. I know. Uh, so I do a lot of things with video here in our office. Um, so I know Chris Gray, our um, assistant commissioner of video services is so excited about the live stream capabilities you guys have. <laughs> it's pretty much all I've heard about. Um, so we are pretty Pretty pumped to be back in Murfreesboro for the 2024 championship. Yeah, you know, I didn't even, I forgot one of the other very cool, unique things. And this is because I'm getting old and my mind is slipping. We are we are the only school in the country that it, all of our matches have live commentating. We partnered, I partnered with the School of Journalism. And MTSU is all about real life experience. And so we partnered with them and we have a broadcast booth up in the stadium that ha allows uh, us to have live commenta commentating at both our indoor and outdoor matches. And it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, so, you know, you can watch and listen in and have some commentary or you can just watch the live stream and enjoy either way. So pretty cool. Um, I don't sell that enough. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's incredible. We we can't wait for sure. And we're hoping, you know, some fans from other schools are going to be traveling there to Murfreesboro for that championship. So um, my final question for you is a fun one. I always ask this of people who are um, on campus um, at our schools, but if we have fans coming in or, you know, if our conference office staff is coming in for a championship game, we want to know where you like to eat and where we should go get a meal. So if you could tell me maybe your favorite restaurant or restaurants, if you want to shout out a few and what I should go eat at those places, this is our CUSA eats segment. So what are your favorite places to eat coach born name? Uh, I love the question. Uh, easy, easy to answer this one. 
So um, I kind of already sold you, sold the fact that, you know, at our matches, we sell beer and we have wine, we have seltzers and all that stuff at our matches. And so uh, actually oh, you can walk from our courts to, to this place. It's called the, the, Bur- uh, the Boulevard Bar and Grill. And it's owned by my friend Jeff Nebel. And what you get there is you get the Coach Jimmy Calzone. Uh, it's named after me. It is amazing. Uh, Regota cheese, pepperoni, sausage, and mushrooms. It's it's uh, basically a large pizza flipped over. And, uh, yeah, on a daily basis, if I was smart, I should have signed an NIL deal. So I get like a proceeds from that thing. But <laughs> I'm not that smart. But um, I, every day I get a text message from, from somebody at the restaurant saying, I ordered the Coach Jimmy Calzone and big picture of it and, of course, I start to salvate, but <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then I, I can't forget to mention the buy one beer, get one free promotion that they have from four to seven o'clock every day. So uh, you can find me there often and uh, it is quite the spot. Perfect. I love that answer. You're selling your friend's spot. You're selling the Jimmy Calzone. I think that is great. So folks, that is going to be the 2024 men's tennis championship. It's in Murfreesboro, April 20th and 21st. Be there, go to the Boulevard, have a Calzone, have a beer and tell them that Jimmy and Sarah sent you. (laughs) (laughs) Too funny. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you again, Coach Borndame, for joining us um, for this interview segment. Is there anything else you want to tell us about the team, about the Raiders this season? What can we look forward to? Any shout-outs you want to give? Oh, you know, um, I think uh, shout-outs, um, you know, I'm just so grateful for all our tennis community that 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 supports our team. And, you know, we try to reciprocate and do all kinds of events in our community, but Big shout out for me has to go out to our all the coaches uh, on our staff: Coach Matlock, Coach Callie, Coach John, uh, Miss Carrie, Miss Kelly, our our trainer. She kind of keeps all the boys healthy, and you know I, I'm I'm just really fortunate to be surrounded by by awesome people. So thanks thanks to all the, those that help uh, make us great. Awesome. Well, thanks again, coach. Uh, We look forward to seeing you in April and good luck to your Blue Raiders the rest of the season. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. Thank you so much again for joining us this week on CUSA Insider. We have some really fun programming coming up for you in the next couple of weeks. So don't forget, if you want to get notifications for when we post a new episode, go on Apple, go on Spotify, wherever you're listening, hit that subscribe button so that you get notified when we come out with a new show. All right, that's it for me today. You are listening to CUSA Insider, the official podcast of Conference USA. I'm Sarah Rudolph, signing off.